You're listening to the No Budget RC Podcast. This is episode 29, and I'm your host, Eli. So we always start off with what's new in my RC garage. If you listened to the last episode, you will know that I ordered a Techno MT410 kit. That has showed up. At the same time, I also ordered a body for the Techno MT410 kit. That has showed up. And I ordered a set of Proline Trencher X 3.8 tires, and those have showed up. Um, I also picked up a servo for the kit. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so the Techno MT410 kit showed up. If you're not familiar with this kit, obviously it's a kit. It's all the pieces that you need. This kit, however, does not come with wheels and tires. does not come with a body. And then since it's a kit, it obviously doesn't come with electronics. So the kit showed up. Started assembling it. Um, it gives pretty good instructions. Um, the way they do it is pretty much one page and the manual is one bag. So for an example, bag A was the center diff. Bag B was the front and rear diffs and so on. And it's uh, pretty easy, pretty self-explanatory. Gives you good pictures. Um, however, you do have to pay attention. I did make a couple mistakes. That's not Techno's fault. That is my fault for getting in a hurry and not paying close enough attention. So the way I was identifying the screws is in the manual, they will have arrows pointing at the screws and tell you the number for the screw. And on the page, it tells you on the, you know, on every page is what hardware is required. I was only looking at the last two numbers of the screws. But what happened is it came to a point where I needed screws and the last two numbers were 22. Well, on this particular page, there was both a flathead and a cap screw that ended in 22. I did not realize this until I was putting, I was like, okay, a 22 goes there. Okay, a 22 goes there. And uh, as I uh, went to put a screw through the bottom of the chassis, I was like, that needs to be a flathead screw. Why would they put a cap head screw there? That doesn't make any sense at all. Then I realized it was my mistake and I'm an idiot. And I had to look at more than just the last two numbers on that particular page. So then I had to figure out where I'd put the wrong screws in the wrong spot. And the manual is actually so good that it actually tells you what screws get Loctite. And then it actually turned out a couple of the screws that I had put in the wrong location were Loctited in. They did come out okay. Crisis averted. Okay. So then it comes further on in the kit and it comes time to put the shocks on. So I built the shocks. I go to put them on. The way the shock towers are designed, um, there's a little lip that holds the shock standoff while you uh, hold it in place so it can't spin. I went to put it on and realized that the lip was on the wrong side. I had put one of the shock towers on backwards. I flipped back in the manual and plain as day, it was, it was, the manual was correct. I just got in a hurry and threw it on backwards. So you do have to pay attention. Uh, like I said, this is the first kit that I built. I was working on it after work. I was tired, in a hurry, trying to get, you know, let's get to the end of this page so I can go to bed kind of thing. I made a few mistakes. 100% my fault. The manual is actually really good. Okay, so get the kit all built. And uh, if you listened to the last episode, you know I had a Castle Mamba Monster and a Castle 2200 KV motor from that RC lot that I purchased. That's what I put in there. Um, I also had the uh, 4S Lipos from that lot that I purchased. And that's what I'm going to be running in there. So, uh, 
I had to go out and buy a receiver so I can run it on my uh, Spectrum radio. And I was still without a servo at this point. I did not order a servo. Well, if you've listened to some of the older episodes, you know I have a friend named Steve that owns Track and Trail Hobbies, which is just a few miles from my house. So I swung by Steve's to see what he had for servos. He is mostly into crawling and rock racing, and that's mostly the stuff that he carries is kind of based towards crawling and rock racing. He uh, holds crawling competitions and rock racing events, and actually has a track there at the hobby shop for rock racing. So that's mostly what he's geared towards. But uh, So I showed up there, and unfortunately Steve wasn't there, so I didn't get a BS with him, but his son was there. And I asked him, you know, hey, what do you guys got for servos? He said, oh, we got two of them up on the wall. Well, they're both the same. And what they are is Three Brothers RC was the brand. And the servo number is BLS G13. So I'm not real familiar with these. I have seen them on Facebook. Um, so I'm looking it all over. And uh, these things run right off your battery. They do not power off of your receiver. And they will run up to 4S. I'm planning on running 4S in there, so hey, that works out. So on 4S, the torque on this thing is rated to 672 ounces. The Techno Kit in the book says you need to supply a servo with at least 350 ounces of torque. So 672, that ought to get it done. Um, Servo's also pretty fast. It uh, On 4S... It is a speed of 0.10 transit speed for 60 degrees. So I went ahead and picked it up. Um, they also have the option. It comes with a, I believe it's a JST plug, the little red plugs. It was just a positive and a negative. Um, maybe that's not a JST plug. I can't remember. But anyways, it um, comes with a little red plug off the servo. And then the other end, you can solder directly onto your battery lead. And it powers straight off your battery. They also have an option, and it was only like five bucks more. You can buy what they call their no solder kit, and it just plugs into that little red plug, and then the other end plugs straight into your uh, balance port on your lipo. So I figured for an extra five bucks, I just picked that up. I didn't know I'm gonna run it on 4S anyways, so. Um, so yeah, it was a real simple install. Um, the thing has a ton of torque, and it's pretty fast. I'm uh, very impressed with it. Um, I've only ran this, ran the Technom 2410 about 15 minutes just testing it out in front of my house. I will take it out the planet Sunday to go out with the guys and really put it through its paces and see how it does. But so far, very impressed with it. Um, I am currently running it on my old tires off my Arma Creighton. Um, if you guys are familiar with those tires, those tires do not hook up very well. Um, honestly, in my opinion, they're, they're crap. They're throwaway tires. I know a lot of people say they're all right. To me, they're throwaway tires. They, I have not found any situation. Well, I'll take that back. They do okay on grass, but other than that, I've not found anywhere where they hook up good. You can literally drift the Arma Creighton on those tires on pavement. So they're not good on pavement. However, with the short wheelbase on this MT410, this thing wheelies like crazy, even running those Creighton tires, um, in the shorter wheelbase. And so far, I'm uh, pretty impressed with it. It's got a lot of power with that, just having that Mamba Monster and 2200 kV in there on 4S, plenty of power. 
really can't wait to get it out Sunday for a real shakedown and see how it's going to do. Um, the other thing that I said I'd got was, uh, if you listen to the last episode, you'll know I blew two tires out on the Arma Creighton. Well, they were the Proline Rock Rage tires, and uh, I've been running those tires for probably a year. So I told Proline, I was like, yeah, I probably had them a year. I contacted them to see if they could help me out. And I said, but, you know, they have good tread on them. I sent them pictures of them and of the damage. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I probably had them a year. I probably run once a month. They probably have 12, maybe 15 runs on them. They still got good tread on them. And uh, they got back to me and said, eh, they do have good tread on them, but you've had them for a year. We're not going to replace two tires on warranty. Here's what we'll do for you. We'll give you 20% off your next order. So I went ahead and ordered the uh, Proline Trencher X's for the Creighton. Now, I will be testing those out also on Sunday. Um, I'm no longer going to be running the Creighton on 6S. I geared it back up the way I had it for 4S and running those tires. Um, I really like the Creighton on 4S geared up. Uh, 6S was not great for me. Uh, may try it again sometime in the future, but for right now, I went back to 4S on it. Um, the other thing that showed up was the body for the MT410. Now, the MT410 showed up well before the body, even though I owned, I ordered them both from Tower Hobbies. The body shipped out of uh, Illinois, where their home office is. The actual kit shipped out of California. I don't know if they have another office in California, or if they shipped it straight from Techno, because my understanding is Techno is based in California. I believe Sacramento. I might be incorrect on that. That's what I think I read somewhere. But I do know they're out of California. So it may have shipped directly from Techno. I have no idea. But the kit got here way before the body. Actually, took when I ran the kit that night, went out and tested it. I ran it without the body. I did end up flipping it over and adding a little road rash on the uh, shock towers. I did not have the body posts in yet because it gives you op different options of body posts. I was not sure which ones I would need. So the body showed up. And I just got it painted last night. Actually going through the process tonight of doing the drywall tape and shugu to reinforce the body. So hopefully it will last a little longer. And uh, I posted some pictures of that body up on Facebook. I really thought it was funny. I think I've painted uh, five RC bodies. The first couple I just did a single color and then put the stickers on them. The last ones that I've done, I've done a little bit of masking on them. And done two colors. Nothing phenomenal, but they're what, I, they're what I will call five footers. From five feet away, they look flawless. You get up close, you're going to see the mistakes. I've had a couple people, the last two bodies I've painted and posted pictures on Facebook, um, both of them have had somebody hit me up and be like, dude, will you paint a body for me? And the answer is no, I am not a professional. Um, I see the mistakes because, you know, I'm the one that painted them. And, uh, you know, all it takes, guys, to do a decent paint job, I am in no way a professional. I suck at arts and crafts. But all it is, is just taking your time and masking. That's all it is. Like, I mean, I probably spent a good hour masking so I could do the paint jobs on these last two I've done. Um, the one, this one was obviously for the MT410 is a Proline 2017 Raptor body, and I did it in fluorescent green and black. I did the fenders and fender flares in black. There's a little uh, deal on the hood 
I did in black, and I did the what would be the bottom of the bed in black. That's really all I did, and just masked those off. And yeah, it probably took me an hour to mask all that stuff off. The fender flares are kind of hard because they're kind of a weird angle, but it was just a matter of taking your time and doing it. And it comes out, it looks good. The body I did before that was for my SCX 10 II, and I pretty much did the same thing on that. Um, it has like a three quarter depth interior in it. Most of the interior is black. I just did like the inserts in the seats, the same color blue that I did. It's done in blue and black. Did the inserts in the seat blue. Did most of the body in blue. I just did like fender flares and a, a stripe along the bottom between the fender flares and black. And people rave about how good it looks. And guys, I'm telling you, it's not that hard. All it is is just taking the time when you're masking it. That one probably took me about an hour and a half to mask. And I see the mistakes in them. But like I said, from five feet away, they look really good. But it's an RC body, especially the one on the MT410. It's going to get destroyed. Like I said, I'm in the process of reinforcing it to hopefully make it last a little longer. But yeah, I mean, guys, don't be afraid to take a little bit of time. And, you know, you just have to have a plan. I mean, that's all it is, is planning it ahead. And be like, okay, obviously... If you've painted an RC body, you know you got to do your lighter colors first. So I just masked off everything I wanted to do in black. Masked that off. Sprayed my fluorescent green. The fluorescent green, if you're familiar with it, is kind of a translucent color. So once you're done with the green, before you pull your masking off, hit it with some white. And that white's going to make that green pop and look really good. And then once you're done with your white, and let it, you know, dry to a nice tack. Peel your masking off. Go over everything in black. Do a couple coats of black. Make sure you get your black coverage real good. That's all there is to it, guys. It's not that hard. Um, I just thought I would share that because I have people, you know, ask me to paint their stuff now. I'm like, I am in no way a professional. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys that it's not that hard. It's just about taking your time doing your masking. And it will come out looking, you know, looking decent. That really, that's all I had for this episode, guys. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe if you haven't already. Feel free to share the podcast with your RC buddies. And until next time, keep it shiny side up. Thanks for listening.